0: Welcome to the Lore Lumen Podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Conley. In case you don't know, the Lore Lumen Podcast is a podcast where we try to make a connection between philosophy and creativity in hopes to reawaken a sense of wonder that lives within us all. If you like what you hear and you want to find out more, you can visit us at lorelumen.com or become a member at patreon.com slash Laura Lumen if you're interested in getting early access to these episodes, product discounts from our store, and additional secret content only available to our Patreon members. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about the spirit of a place. And I'm joined by my wonderful wife, Erin Connolly, who is a freelance watercolor artist, and Kelsey Yandura, who is a freelance writer, author, and journalist. So to start us out, I'm going to read a quote by philosopher D.H. Lawrence on Spirit of Place. He says, The spirit of place should not be understood as something superficial, external, or natural, that is as something simply defining the territory of a given place. Rather, it is the very soul of the place, differentiates it from all the other places on earth and has influenced behavior, attitudes, beliefs, the practices of the people inhibiting it. On the theme of Spirit of a Place right now, we are at the Lorlumen Lumen Residency in Ireland. And I feel like it's a great start to this episode talking about what it's been like for us to be in Ireland, as opposed to America, and how that influences us and the work we've been doing the past couple of days.
1: I think it's interesting to think about how we're in one country and how Ireland's landscape feels much wilder, in a way, which is really odd. Uh,
0: Yeah. I was going to say that was the exact word I was going to use too. It feels more wild. Yeah.
2: And it's also very interesting because this is such a pastoral place. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, it's you, if you look up at the mountains, you'll see people's fence posts and you'll see the sheep (laughs) ascending the mountains. (laughs) And, but then this combination is super interesting because you do sense that wildness. And you are looking up into the mountains, the sheep are climbing and you can't see the top of the mountain because mist is encapsulating it. And so it's almost as if we as humans aren't allowed to see all of its mysteries, but the sheep are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: Yeah, it's very playful. Yes. In that, I guess the the spirit of this place that we're in does feel wild in a very playful sense, which is really funny. Um, It's less foreboding and more, yeah, mystery. But in that there's a lot of, there's almost like a um, a scale. Like it can kind of like move along the scale of playful to mischievous to not foreboding. I don't know what the negative side of it would be.
0: To me, it feels like it carries the personality that we hear a lot in fairy tales and stories of fairies, particularly. Mm -hmm. The like neutral playful mischievous feeling in the sense of sometimes in America when I go from one location to another location it feels like some places have their own personality but they're in every way different than the next personality I might encounter elsewhere but in Ireland though that still might exist it everything seems to have this very common denominator that is the, like this playful wild that we're Mm -hmm. talking about. And Mm -hmm. it feels very fairy almost. It's not just talk. It like being here and seeing it firsthand. It is no wonder why even the least imaginative individual who lives in Ireland could believe in fairies.
2: Yeah, it doesn't so much feel as if it's an imagination thing. It feels much more like a presence. It feels like the fae own Ireland a little bit. Like it's like their home. You know, like it, just the sense of like relaxed, silly, fun, like you can be your true self in your home. Oh, yeah. So it feels as if like all of Ireland is the Faye's home. So you have that sensation of, oh, well, this is their territory. So of course, it's going to feel the same here as it did there, mm-hmm. even though the landscape is totally different from one spot to another, the same essence is all over.
1: What's funny to me is that I feel like it, so it's a very chattery sort of thing we're talking about, right? Like like playful, a little bit cheerful, a little bit mischievous. But I feel like the couple of places that I've been to in Ireland that really have captured me have almost deviated from that spirit, the teeniest bit. It feels like the chattering playfulness suddenly just goes completely silent. And when it's that strange, almost loud silence is when I feel like, oh, this place is this place is important. It's almost like even the fairies kind of sit and watch what's going on. And that's happened at the coast, that's happened on the Aran Islands, that's happened in Killarney National Park a couple of times and it just feels very still.
0: So we've talked about what it feels like to be here. We've talked about if the landscapes we've seen had its own personality, what that might be like and look like and what it feels like to us. Let's talk to how that affects the work we've been doing here the past couple of days.
1: I feel like Ireland has a super feminine sort of energy. I feel like the poetry I've been writing as I've been here has really, it immediately kind of demanded like this is going to be centered around femininity and um, not femininity even necessarily in this like girly kind of way, but more in the um, maternal like gestation, like life and death and entropy and earthworms and like the wildness of what it means to be feminine. And so, yeah, the the poetry I've been writing has been directly focused on that topic.
0: I think for me, doing work here has been interesting because it feels inspired, but it also just is harder to see that direct effect until probably I go back home, like to look at the work and be like, Oh yes. Especially when it's talking about Ireland, when it's, uh, taking photos in Ireland, I think to be able to pay attention to something, it requires a little bit of contrast Mm -hmm. and in Ireland, uh, it just feels like norm even if it's a new norm that was just established a couple days ago. Totally. Whereas I'm most interested in hindsight being 2020, what this landscape produces in me when it's contrasted with being back home again.
2: I have had a harder time creating here when it comes to actual, what we as Americans would consider productive work, because I feel as if, uh, if I am spending time outside, it's difficult for me to pay attention to anything other than what is directly in front of me. So much happening outside of myself that I feel as if, if I were just to completely cloister and create, I would be missing out on some magical dance that's mm-hmm. happening. And so I feel as if this is a... T- larger time of input than it is output which is funny because i came here to output in a beautiful place but i think it's actually going to end up being more fodder for when i return to the states
1: i was gonna say it sounds like it's like demanding your attention
2: yes and it feels as if i if i don't pay attention to it i might get tricked into silly things because of the spirit of the place
0: Something that I think could be really fun to talk about is the difference between an urban environment versus a rural environment. And it all can be equally wonderful and contribute in ways that others absolutely do not. And each place can be unique, but I'd love to talk more about different types of places or genre of places and what personalities are like when you form a relationship with an urban environment versus a rural environment
2: say, I mean, I've I've had several different experiences with various spirits of places, but when we lived in this rural area of Texas, it felt as if it was almost holy um, and as if home and holy. It felt as if it was, it would be scary for other people, but it felt like I was one of the wild animals that was invited (laughs) back into home and I would be returning to home. But then other times there was this certain area down further in the land that I felt as if I had a special relationship with and it was surrounded by these woods that were a completely different feeling like you would walk immediately out of that little dappled area and we called it the cedar forest because it was just you know all cedar but I don't know if you've ever been in a cedar forest, but a lot of times it's they're super dense. So all the lower branches will die off. And so you have sort of skeleton trees further down the branches. Mm-hmm. And so you walk in and it would just be no green, all brown, like the fl- forest floor covered in like little tiny pine uh, straws and it's or pine needles, difficult words. <laughs> um and so it was it would suck up all the sound and so when you walked in there it felt as if it was just like oh you might have been laughing and being silly over here in this dappled beautiful woods where y'all are being besties but you walk into this forest and you better be quiet because that is just a somber and a holy place that you need to just shush and so we would often take like walks in there and just be quiet together and like Harrison and I. And it was so beautiful and so tangible that spirit and not oppressive, but definitely somber.
0: Hmm. Something that's super interesting to me is I currently live in Nashville, which is urban, though it's not as big as some urban environments. Hindsight being 2020 and looking back on my time Uh, on the property, on the forested acres uh, in Texas. It's definitely feels like a contrast of a place of being versus a place of doing the woods definitely feeling like the place where I could just be myself. It was wonderful for internal reflection to work on your soul, to work on who you are as a person on the inside of you. Whereas being in Nashville very much feels like a place of doing where it's calling out in me, my ambitions, it's calling out in me, um, the hustle to get stuff done a little bit. So it's interesting how, unfortunately, one can kind of come at the cost of the other and how, as much as I love the hustle and the, the go get them attitude that being in an urban environment can pull up in me. I do miss the, the feeling of just being able to be and to rest in nature and not only to like visit it for a weekend, but to live in that place and to be a part of the ecosystem of a specific piece of nature um so i am biased towards that version of the two environments but i think health looks like having a family relationship with the being places and the doing places
1: i think as somebody who lives in an urban environment right now living in Denver Um, I wouldn't say I've actually spent like great amounts of my life um, in super rural environments but I think just knowing myself I tend to prefer those sort of being spaces more than the doing ones although I do really value um, the perks that an urban environment can give obviously Um, but I think I've noticed as I live in the city um, and in a bigger city than I've lived in a long time, when I do find places that embody that spirit of being, um, they tend to become incredibly sacred to me really quickly. And they tend to be places that I gravitate towards, um, really strongly and tend to try to protect a little bit, even from other people knowing about them or going to visit them. Unless I think, you know, you really deserve this place. Um, so I can be very elitist about my places in that way. (laughs) Um, but I think even it's funny that we're talking about this because I'm about to move houses, um, And the place that I live right now has been a place of um, not only like it's been a place of being certainly and it's been a, a place that's had a really strong presence for me. And so to consider what it looks like to say goodbye to that and to... Um, move to a new place and to maybe try to create that same not create but find the space of being there is really interesting Um, that sort of grieving process of letting go and picking up Um, I, I hadn't really considered that before but when I thought about what it was going to be like to leave this house I was very emotional about it because the spirit of that place was is such a dear friend to me and has been so integral in my life in so many different ways and has seen me through so many really big life moments that um my relationship with that place will never cease to exist but it will change tremendously and that um is a part of you know life of uh, growing and experiencing life in new spaces and with those spirits but um yeah it's just interesting that the whole city thing would make me so protective and appreciative as well of those spaces of being
0: so i leave you with this question is there a place that you have a relationship with and how has that place changed you for the better thanks for listening